Hey everyone, welcome to these frightening United States. My name is Nathan. I am joined today by my co-host Jessica. Jessica, how you doing? Very good. All right. So this this uh, podcast is about all of our favorite myths, monsters, legends, all the really creepy things that we have found, researched, and discovered uh, in the fifty United States. We are really into monsters. We love monsters. We love the stories behind them. We love uh, all the famous ones, Bigfoot, the lake monsters like Champ. And so this is our chance to talk about all of these things that we find so very cool. So Jessica, uh, our first episode was in Alabama. So where are we tonight? We are in Alaska. We are in Alaska. Now, Jess, have you ever been to Alaska? No, I have family, I believe, that has been there. You have family that used to live there. They don't live there anymore, but I have actually been to Alaska. And Alaska is one of the most beautiful places on the planet. You see lots of TV shows about it on, like, Discovery Channel. And what's Alaska famous for? It's famous for bears, right? Everybody knows about the bears, the grizzly bears, the salmon, all of that. But what you probably may not know is that there are all sorts of stories about monsters and cryptids and all sorts of other really cool and awesome things. And so today we are going to take a quick survey of the state of Alaska. And I've actually got one that you have not heard yet, Jess. And so I'm super pumped about it. But go ahead. Let's start with number one story. Jessica, you have one. So we're going to kick it off with you. So the first creature that I have pulled up is called the Adlet. The Adlet. Is that A-D-L-E-T? Yes, it is. So the description first, it said it is to have the lower body of a dog and the upper body of humans. Okay, so this is kind of like the wolf woman of Mobile. Yes, but my first thought was a centaur. Like, okay, so you thought it sounded like a centaur, a centaur being half man, half horse. Yeah, but like the upper body you would see from the waist up, you would see a human. But the waist down would be a horse. So is it... Is this an upright walking creature or is it on all fours? How does this, what does this thing look like? It is, I'm reading through it right now. It does not exactly say. Do they have a picture of it by any chance? Some like a sketch or anything? No, they do not. But the story is very weird. It's weird. Well, most of these are going to be weird. (laughs) So, so the story is that a woman and a dog had offspring. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) Okay, you said weird. You didn't say gross. So, so is this like a like an Indian legend? Is this a native legend, or is this the Inuit? The Inuit. Oh, this is an Inuit legend. Okay, yes. okay. Um, they so the woman and the dog had offspring, and half of them were adlet, and half of them were full dogs. Oh wow! So she okay. So kind of like yeah. You know, one half boys, one mm-hmm. half girls, or or Genetics you know, yellow puppies. Black lab puppies. Mm-hmm. So half of them were half human, half dog, and the others were full dog. Now, this was this a wolf or a dog? A dog. It was just a regular old dog, like a domesticated dog. Yes, that's all it says. Okay, that's all it says. So, what's the story behind the adlet? Tell me, tell me about it. So that starts, and so the family was sent to a remote island because they were. It's what frowned upon. Yeah. It's frowned upon to have half dog, half children, <laughs> half human offspring. I get it. Yes. Um, and the grandfather, I'm, I'm guessing the woman, uh-huh. would hunt for them and provide them with meat. Okay. And every day the dog husband was supposed to swim from the island to the mainland. The dog husband? Yes. That's what we're calling him. That's what it says. Oh, the dog husband. Okay. <laughs> was supposed to swim to the island, to okay. the mainland from the island, where the grandfather would fill a pair of boots 
with the meat and wrap it around the dog's neck and have it carry across, except at one point the grandfather filled the rocks with boots and drowned the dog. Oh, he, ran, he filled the boots with rocks. Yes. Not the rocks with boots. No. <laughs> the boots with rocks, and he drowned the dog. Was it like a revenge thing? Um, Yeah. So your stories are probably far weirder than mine. I've actually not heard the uh, the adlet, um, but do you have any idea how long ago this story started, or what, does it tell where in Alaska? Was there any kind of indication of where? Um, I do not see. You don't see anything. I mean, the, the state of Alaska is so huge that yeah. I mean, there's all sorts Isn't of. Is it the biggest state in? A- in the United States, yeah. it is. Okay. It's the biggest one in landmass. And, um, you know, as big as it is, there's not as many people living there, obviously, because of its, uh, because of the wilderness nature of it. You know, however, when you go to Alaska, you do see that, I mean, there's, there's cities there. I mean, a lot of people get this impression that everybody's living out in log cabins and, you know, they look and see Alaskan bush people <laughs> or whatever, which is ridiculous. But, you know, Alaska is a civilized place. But it does have a lot of folklore and it does have a lot of history behind it. So, And there is actually, it says, there was a version of the story in Greenland, which I don't know how to pronounce the name. It is spelled E-R-Q-I-G-D-L-I-T. Well, in Greenland, they have the <laughs> weird spelling. So, And then a few researchers linked it back to European tales with a werewolf. Okay, well, that makes so sense. It's all, it's like, kind of... It's all circled around. And what you yeah. find out about most of these stories is each one of them has some has some foundation in legends all over. That's why I'm so fascinated by Bigfoot, is that you know every major country, continent, whatever, has some kind of Bigfoot legend, which is leading us into our next story, um, which is the legend of the Sasquatch in Alaska. Now, the, the Sasquatch in Alaska... Uh, may have some, there may be some different versions. And what you'll find out is all over the U.S. there are different versions of uh, Bigfoot or uh, Sasquatch or however you want to call him. Um, and each one kind of is regional. Um, they have different names. They have different, uh, they're said to behave in different ways. Uh, the traditional Bigfoot, which we hear in, uh, you know, all over, which is also in Alaska, it's described as a it's a large ape like humanoid creature. Some people debate whether it's uh, it's got human characteristics or if it's purely an animal. Uh, real muscular, covered in long coarse hair. In all the stories, they talk about how it has this terrible smell. Um, it spends most of its time in the forest. But however, in Alaska, what you hear is a lot of uh, sightings are reported uh, along the shorelines. Now, there's a great book, if you ever want to read just a collection of sighting stories, there's a great book called Rainforest Sasquatch, or Raincoast Sasquatch, I'm sorry. And uh, it's a great book. It's kind of hard to find sometimes, um, and when you do find it, it's a little bit uh, expensive. But it's a collection of Bigfoot stories all along, you know, uh, Oregon, uh, Washington, British Columbia, and Alaska. And uh, a lot of them are involved fishermen or hunters seeing Bigfoot on the shoreline. Um, and, you know, there's different accounts. Some of them are aggressive. Some of them are not. Uh, the one I remember that I thought was the creepiest, though, was that a, uh, a fisherman anchors his boat offshore and he's going to just kind of stay on the boat and then fish this cove. And in the middle of the night, he's sleeping, and he has one of those round little portal windows, porthole windows you have on a ship. And as he's laying there, a hairy black arm reaches through the porthole and tries to grab him. 
And, uh, you know, he jumps up, he's scared, he hears the splashing in the water, and as he comes up on the deck in the middle of the night, he sees this shape get out of the water onto the shore and disappear into the woods. Well, I'm not sleeping tonight, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you're on the second floor, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but the encounters of, uh, you know, these, these verbal encounters are what make up, like, most of the evidence, quote-unquote, you know, you hear about these things people say are nesting sites or trees broken. People hear strange vocalizations. If you ever want to hear uh, some recordings and it, that are still debated whether they're true or not, you need to look up the Sierra Sounds. Very famous, you know, supposed recordings of Bigfoot. Uh, real creepy if you ever hear them and all the different sounds, the, the whoops and the howls and what they call the samurai chatter. Um, if you're just kind of getting into this subject, I, I uh, encourage you to go listen to them because uh, they're really, really, really uh, interesting. So um, I've got another story coming up when you're done. It's kind of along the lines of, uh, of Bigfoot, but it's one of my favorites coming out of Alaska. Okay. So that one was creepy, and yeah. I'm not going to the bathroom any places with high windows anymore. Cause <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one I have... Um, it is going to be, I think, kind of short. Okay. It's kind of like the adlet. Um, you really like these half human, half animal things. Is this like a, I don't know. are these the books you're reading? <laughs> we talked about your books last no. time. Okay. These aren't your books. So the keylet is described as what, an, say that again. The keylet. The keylet. K-E-E-L-U-T. Okay. The keylet, which sounds like, is this another Inuit legend or is this another one uh, of the, uh, the first, uh, first nation, uh, tribes? I don't know. Okay. Sounds almost like a Tlingit or Inuit. And I'm, I know I'm butchering the pronunciation on that, but, um, a lot of what you'll find is these names in Alaska sound similar to that, like keylet and they have uh, similar verbal and vocal pronunciations. All right. Continue. So this thing is described as an evil earth spirit that takes the form of a black hairless dog with hair only on its feet. I've just I've figured out you really like the dogs. You like the werewolf know. dog stories. <laughs> you know, and and here's the thing about Jessica, she's never really watched like werewolf movies and stuff like that. She you know, she doesn't do many scary movies, so I've gotten into them recently. Recently, but uh, go ahead. The keylet is a dog with only hair on its feet. So it's like a hairless dog, but only has hair on its feet. Is it possible paws. it's so short hair it looks smooth? But it, they're saying it literally has no hair. Yeah, black hairless dog with only hair, it's hair on its feet. So it could be just black with like black skin. Okay. Only. And they say it is much like the great black dog. No, sorry. The black dogs of Great Britain. The black dogs of Great Britain, which are kind of associated with death. When, yes. they're, when you see them, uh -huh. I, we, if you know the story about the black dogs of Great Britain, they're kind of harbingers of doom. You know, if you see one, somebody's going to die. Yeah. So much like those dogs, they will follow travelers at night, attacking them and then killing them. But their trail of tracks disappears. Oh, weird. Okay. So there's no so, evidence. Yeah. You just find people have been torn yeah. to pieces and there's no... And there are, they, you know, in Alaska, there's wolves, foxes, coyotes, there's domestic dogs. Yeah, there's dogs, all sorts there's of, all... yeah, there's all sorts of canids in Alaska. So that one is kind of a short one, but. I so was... do they give any more information about a lot of the things, these stories, you wonder like where are there central locations in Alaska or uh, <laughs> places where the most sightings take place? 
um, you know, the, the Bigfoot, that kind of happens all over, and so does the next story I have. It's, it's one of those ones that kind of takes place everywhere. Um, but I'm just curious about the black dog, if that's, or the keylet, if that's something that, uh, you know, is reported near cities. It sounds like if they're reporting them being followed, it's, it's near general population centers. I would imagine it being hunters at night. Okay, well, that's a good... Be kind of traveling alone. Yeah, I could see that. A lot of trappers, a lot of hunters. So if they're yeah. traveling, you know, and that, that did happen. A lot of guys, uh, you know... Who, you know, in the middle of the woods at middle of the night. Middle of the woods, middle of the night, and who knows what you're going to run up on. Um, okay, so here's my... This is my favorite. This is the one uh, that I've always heard about in Alaska. And uh, hopefully we can get some pictures of uh, some illustrations of these on the website and uh, in, on the show notes. But this is the Kushtaka. Now, the Kushtaka is, uh, it means the otter people, believe it or not. They, uh, it's another kind of version of Bigfoot. It's associated with Bigfoot. Uh, they're described as tall and ape-like. They're horribly ugly. Um, they're covered in long, coarse hair. They're often associated with being shapeshifters, um, that they're able to take the form of uh, an animalistic-looking uh, bipedal ape otter. That's the part I love, is that they're otters, I guess. And it also says that they have really long claws. Now, their behavior, unlike you know a lot of Bigfoot stories are that they're kind of gentle giants and they, uh, they walk away, the otter people are supposed to be very aggressive, deadly creatures and that they will chase down and kill people and have this terrifying scream um and uh you know th there's the e evidence of it is that uh, a miner in the early 1900s supposedly had a terrifying encounter with an otter person or a kushtaka um and uh he went looking for his dog this was in thomas bay you can look it up if that's the location you can find that uh, he went looking for his dog and never returned. Um, and this is something that's also associated with a lot of mythology uh, that you find in um, Alaska. You know, almost like it's it's almost like a were otter, <laughs> if you think about it. Um, All I'm thinking about is an otter just going up, grabbing someone. And then just like slithering back into the water. <laughs> well, and they do say that it can be kind of finicky in its behavior. Like one minute, it's... Uh, uh, they can transform into these otter people. They can uh, be super kind. Like they've been told to rest that they were rescuing drowned sailors uh, or simply just attacking people and ripping them to pieces. Um, the, the Tlingit kept dogs to run off the Kushtaka because uh, the dogs could identify them. Um, but, you know, supposedly the otter people, they're afraid of dogs. Um, and here's a couple things that they're also afraid of. You ready for this? Copper, fire, and urine. They were afraid of pee. So that was one way. I guess you had to go out and pee around your campsite to keep the <laughs> otter people away. So, so um, that's really, really strange, but I kind of like that one. But, uh, you know, I love the stories I always love are the really creepy Bigfoot stories, the really creepy ones where people are getting chased down and uh, you hear the creepy sounds in the middle of the night, the scary sounds. So you got another one? Yes, and this is another Inuit legend. It is called it is spelled Q A L U P A L I K. Quelpica? Uh Kelpica? I'm gonna show this to you. Okay, let me see. <laughs> ah, the the Kalu Kalupalik. Yes. The Kalupalik. 
So it's it is a funny spelling. We'll we'll list all <laughs> these in the show notes, but uh-huh. it's the Kalupalik. So this is kind of like a siren. So if you know what sirens are, they are mm-hmm. women that are extremely beautiful, but they will sing and they will lure you into the ocean. Yes, that's a very so famous uh, Greek mythological Greek mythology, very yeah, uh, uh, creature. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's an Inuit legend, and it's described as being half human like, and having well not half human like human like, and having green skin with long hair and very long fingernails. Okay. Wow. <laughs> She hum. She lives in the sea, and hums to entice children to come closer. So this was kind of like, don't go out at night, or this is gonna get you. This is like parents telling their children. Okay, so this is this yeah. is like hugging Molly. Yeah. Like don't go outside, but, or the colopic or whatever will get you. But she wears a parka. I don't know how to. She wears pronounce. a parka. <laughs> it was it was a parka worn by the Inuit women that to hold a child against the back. In a built-in baby pouch just below the hood. Okay, so so okay, so basically it's an Inuit parka. Yeah. Okay. And she would, the children would come and she would put them in her pouch and she would raise them as children as her own. Okay, so, it wasn't so she's, like, she's stealing kids. Yeah, but it's like nothing like she wouldn't kill them or anything. She would okay. just. Take but them. at the same time, that's horrifying. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if your child gets taken away and yeah. raised by this, this thing that it apparently is going around with a kangaroo pouch in her parka and putting in the kids too. in it. it was in the back <laughs> yeah. okay so she's you know it's a backpack full of kids so that's that is really weird okay i got one for you this is in southwest alaska it's actually a lake monster it's the uh, iliamna lake monster and uh, it's a large fish and it's supposedly 10 to 25 feet long uh it's got a dull aluminum color and it's supposed to look very similar to a sturgeon if you've ever seen a sturgeon what they look like they're creepy, gross-looking fish, and they're bony. And um, but it says it spends most of its time submerged. Uh, and when it's seen near the surface, it's not coming up for air, and it moves its tail from side to side. It will actually leap out of the water and run into boats. And the sightings have been in the mid to late 1900s. That's kind of the bulk of the evidence. Um, but the native mythology also suggests that there are other monsters in Lake Iliamna. But this one, you know, I've seen pictures online, and, and I have to say it's probably a sturgeon. Um, you know, there's usually a rational explanation for a lot of these. The, the, the Bigfoot stories, it very well could be a bear. It's, it's generally when people get a good look and you can hear that you notice some differences between, uh, uh, you know, bears and the details like that. Um, I've got a couple more unless you got one. I do have one. Okay. Um, this is called the Tizaruk. The Tizaruk. You got all the hard name ones. <laughs> you picked all the ones that were hard to pronounce. Yeah. So this is said to be a large snake-like sea creature that kind of are in. There's not a specific water, body of water that it's in. But they're described as having a head seven feet long. Oh, wow. And a tail ending in a flipper. For a total of 12 to 15 feet long. Really? So is it like a plesiosaur? What? The dinosaur <laughs> that has the four flippers on the sides? Or is it like a snake? It's like a snake. Okay, like it's a like a snake. Thing. And they were said to snatch people from docks and piers. Like kind of get up on there, grab them, and then like oh, really? take a... Similar to the Tizarik is the Heitlik or lightning snakes. Lightning snake. <laughs> yes. I like that. And okay, watch out for lightning snakes. Here's the explanation. They were associated with the Thunderbird of there Southeast s- Alaska. Okay, so there are Thunderbirds in Alaska. I okay, have you ever heard of what a Thunderbird is? What? The Thunderbird is a giant, I mean, it's a giant bird that carries away livestock okay. or 
Um, there's a lot written on Thunderbirds, and they're kind of all over the U.S. So mm-hmm. it's associated with the Thunderbird. Yes, um, and it was part. It was in southeast Alaska and Pacific Northwest native cultures. And once the su- Thunderbird spotted a killer whale, it would launch the Heitlik as li- living weapons by throwing them from the skies like lightning. So just imagine this bird throwing snakes. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> the bird is throwing lightning snakes. Yes. Wow. Okay. So now these stories are really getting. I think I'm going to stick with the stories right now because yours are just getting odd. <laughs> yeah, so, you might. Do you have any more or was that the last one? I do have one more. But okay, it's one a really more. long story. It's a really long story. Why don't we save that for the end? Okay. And then uh, I've got a couple more. So the other one I have is uh, Stellar's Sea Ape. And I've actually heard of this before. Uh, it's an aquatic ape like creature, has unusual features. Uh, The back is covered with grayish hair, and its belly is a reddish-white color. The sea ape uh, has a hog-like head, large eyes, and pointed ears. It's supposed to have a shark-like tail, uh, but no forefins or forefeet. So the picture is kind of like a walrus cat with a shark tail. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Um, But it has been observed swimming in the waters by the Aleutian Islands. Um, George Wilhelm Steller, who was an explorer, uh, dis- actually described the stellar sea ape and he saw this creature apparently on a, uh, a an expedition to Alaska um, but apparently also in 1969 another sailor in the Aleutians actually said he saw this creature and it's there's only two sightings of this creature my guess is it's probably a walrus um, it, and that makes sense if you see something like that a, a walrus would make the most sense in what you're seeing so um, and then you said you have your next one is long. Yeah, a little bit long. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and I think it's probably best if you just read it to us. Yes. And, uh, you know, just kind of read it so we can hear it. And uh, what's the name of this one? This one is called the Alaska Bushman or the Tornit. The Tornit or the Alaska Bushman. Go yes. for it. So stories of the Alaska Bushman or Tornits have been told since the first humans crossed the Bering Land Bridge. In the beginning, the story goes, the Inuit and the Tornits lived peacefully in the villages near each other and shared common hunting grounds. So they were kind of like neighbors. Okay. The Inuit people often built and used kayaks for hunting, while the Tornits were able, unable to master the building of kayaks, and they were very aware of the advantages of having and using one. One story goes that a young Tornit borrowed a young Inuit's kayak without permission and damaged the bottom of it. The young Inuit became very angry and stabbed the Tornit in the nape of the neck while he was sleeping, killing him. The rest of the Tornits feared that they, too, would be killed by the Inuit and fled the country, rarely to be seen again. Since that time, many stories have come out of the bush of hunters disappearing, later found dead and mangled or never seen again. Apparently, hunters and the Tornits no longer peacefully share common hunting grounds. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's definitely... uh... That's definitely interesting that, you you know, when you do have a lot of these stories that come out of, uh, you know, tribes, curses, things like that. But my last one, I have to tell you this, I got one more. Okay. And you're going to like this because it actually ties into two that you have already mentioned. Yes. So this is the story of the Alaskan Triangle. Mm. Uh, Did you ever come across that in what you were reading? I did not. Okay. So this is a real thing. It's called the Alaskan Triangle. Um, It's an area. It's encompassing an area ranging from Juneau or near to Juneau um, to the northern Barrow region 
um, and all the way west to Anchorage. And it's kind of like Alaska's version of the Bermuda Triangle. And it's mostly just wilderness out there. It's mostly empty. But more than 20,000 people have gone missing without a trace in the area for the, uh, and this is just in the half of the last half of the century alone. Now, people are asking, so did the keelet get them? Because that's mm. sometimes associated. Um, also, the Kalupalik in this article they are linking to, and they have a great picture of a Kalupalik. Um, but a lot of this is people who go on hikes, um, and and you will read a lot of stories, and a lot of the Bigfoot stories in Alaska are about people who just vanish uh, in this kind of Alaskan triangle. But uh, there was a House Majority Leader back in 1972, uh, Hale Boggs, his Cessna went into the triangle and it crashed or disappeared and they didn't find any bodies. They didn't find anything. Um, but it's a kind of an area that's associated with evil spirits. Uh, Tlingit lore uh, talks about trickster demons that lure people to an icy death. Um, and some people actually think there might be some electromagnetic like vortex that is uh, you know, drawing people in. Um, but you know, most likely, uh, most people think that it's just people who go out into there and are ill prepared. Um, but again, it continues. People are continuing to disappear out there. Um, and you know what, if you think about it, that's probably one of the biggest like graveyards you could possibly think of is all of these people who are kind of lost out in this Alaskan triangle. And those always really, really, uh, freak me out. And if you ever want to hear, uh, read some creepy stuff, uh, read about the disappearances like in the national parks. We might have to do one on that because there are uh, there's a whole history of stories about people who are uh, disappearing in our national parks and never to be found. Or when they are found, it's under very weird circumstances. So anyway, so that's the, my last story I got. Jessica, do you have any more? Uh, well, my comment on the last one, I really want to set someone up, send them in with a GoPro or something that's connected to a camera that you can watch, have like a... Oh, you want to set them on a GoPro with a feed, huh? Yeah, with like a feed and like have like a um, tracker, see if they disappear. Oh, you're talking about in the triangle? Yeah. That's What was that movie, Annihilation, where they went into the the glimmer or the shimmer or whatever? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of whenever you said the vortex. Yeah. This is Annihilation in Alaska. Well, you've never seen that movie, but you know what we're talking about. So, (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, that kind of sounds like that. You go into this otherworldly... But it would be interesting to see if anybody could take a GoPro in there or take a But then a cam- you think, would it like immediately shut off when you went in well, there? Well, that's the thing that they always say is, oh yeah, we went in there and there was electromagnetic field. And, mm-hmm. and maybe there's a geologic explanation for it. Maybe maybe there's something there that messes with compass bearings and planes are crashing. Instruments get messed with. Who knows? Um, probably not, uh, you know, a trickster demon that's eating no. them. But, you know, you never know. Maybe there's a Bigfoot up there that's, <laughs> maybe the otter people are real mm-hmm. with their long claws and they're hunting people down. Maybe uh, you some know, of the monsters just need friends and they're like, we're going to steal you. You're going to be my friend now. <laughs> well, that is, and we'll get to that story uh, about Bigfoot kidnapping people, which there are stories and very detailed stories about that. So, all right, Jessica. Well, if that's uh, if that's it, if you have nothing else, we uh, will look forward to seeing everybody again. Um, you can check us out uh, on Twitter at FrighteningUS. 
That's our Twitter account. You can also uh, email us at frightening50 at gmail.com, thefrightening50 at gmail.com. That's thefrightening50. We're holding on to that uh, that email, even though we've changed the name around on the show. Um, also, look for us uh, on Instagram at uh, these... Frightening United States. I may have that wrong, but we'll put that in the show notes. We do have an Instagram account, and uh, hopefully one day we'll just kind of get out and maybe take some pictures of some of these places. So um, until next time, uh, this is Nathan. This is Jessica. And uh, we hope you have a very, very, very creepy week. (laughs) 